Welcome to this week's edition of the Casual Shooters Podcast, your premier podcast for the casual shooter. This week, I have another returning guest. She is the two-time reigning Carry Optics and PCC Ladies National Champion. I was looking back over statistics, you know me and my statistics, and I believe she has like 15 national championships now. I don't know. I have to confirm with her. She probably knows. But if you would, go ahead and join me in welcoming to the show, Jeff. Hi. Yeah, I can hear you. Excellent. So was uh, how close or how far off am I with 15? Does that sound about right? Um, I don't actually know. I lost count <laughs> kind of a while ago. That sounds about right for USPSA. I've got a few others in like IPSC and IDPA. Um, but that's mm. pretty much it. I think for USPSA, I don't, my coach is really big into the keeping track thing and it's kind of to the point where I just kind of focus. Yay. I won. And then move on to the next one. Cause there's always something <laughs> else, right? Yeah, there sure is. I mean, you can't, if you sit around and just enjoy the win, someone's going to pass you by in this. Sport. Yeah. Today's world there's too many people out there that's hungry for it. So you gotta just keep moving forward. Yeah, I've got a spreadsheet, and I went oh back boy. to the year 2000, <laughs> and from the year 2000, from what I can find, I've updated this year's, um, Jesse Harrison has 22 total, I have you at 15, Julie Golub at 14, your sister at 12, then, I feel bad, I don't know Munson's first name. Uh, Lisa, I think Lisa, Lisa Munson. Okay, so we're gonna we're going with that. Lisa at eleven, uh, Randy Rogers at nine, Ashley at eight, uh, Kay Mitchellick at six, and Lena at four. Just since two thousand, I don't know what Kay has before then. I'm sure she has several more. I'm so, sure. <laughs> yeah. So, but that's what I've got. I wasn't born yet, so I can't quite compete with that. <laughs> no, no, that's a hard one to compete with when you're not yeah. even there to do it. All right. Um, number one, congratulations on your two wins this year. Thank you. I'm sure you are competing at now handgun nationals. What are you shooting there? Um, so that's a great question. So originally I was going to shoot production just because I haven't shot that in a while and I kind of wanted to just get back to my roots. I started in production, shot that for four years. Um, but then they came out with limited optics and I was like, well, I can't not shoot it. I have a gun and I, I'm kind of, I kind of want to be the first one to win the ladies title if I can. Like it's a new division, first one ever. It would be cool to get my name on that. So I think I'm going to shoot limited optics. So this is the only thing I'm not certain of. Are they giving away awards for Limited um, I'm a, we know. I'm, a, I'm assuming they are. Um, I mean, they better. <laughs> Only because people didn't go to nationals to shoot in a division and not get recognized. I mean, they've recognized right. it at every other area match, every other state match since May. So I, they shouldn't. That's a great question. I mean, they should. I don't know why they wouldn't. They're having it at a nationals. If they weren't doing it at a nationals, then they shouldn't have held it there, right? Um, I think they would get a lot of upset about that. Um, yeah. if they didn't, especially since a lot, Agreed. I know a lot of people going for wanting to win that first 
title in it, at least for the men's and for the ladies, right? So mm-hmm. we'll see. Should be a pretty uh, interesting competition there. Yeah. Within that division. So, all right. So let's back up. Now, Carry Optics, you, you won Carry Optics last year. You and Morgan literally went down to the last stage because I was there watching and I was like, holy yeah. cow, these guys, who knows who's winning? Um, but this year, that was at Talladega. This year, it was at Cardinal Shooting Center. Now, that was your first time being there, correct? Yes, it was. Yes. And what did you think of the facility? Um, so I think the facility is actually really nice. Um, the only thing I can just, I don't know, not a complaint necessarily, just for like an improvement standpoint, I think they can do a little bit better with the stages they put in the bays. Because unfortunately, there are some bays that you can't shoot into the sideburns, um, which is right. just how it comes, right? Just how it happens. You know, you got to work around it. I think there's just uh, a little bit things uh, to improve on, at least from a designer standpoint that can do better just like the bays that you can shoot into the sideburns don't put uh two small stages like use it and then um instead of uh putting two small stages in the good bays and one okay stage in the non-shooting the sideburn bays um besides that i didn't mind it i think the weather it was a little wet um but weather wise i wasn't dying of heat stroke or i wasn't freezing so I think besides that, it was pretty good. I mean, uh, I haven't been to Ohio besides uh, CONAT, so it was cool to get it out of state. And um, location-wise, I think it was okay. Yeah. Okay. I think it was a change now, of scenery from Talladega. I'll say that. <laughs> well, I'm saving that question for later. We're going to get into yeah. that a little bit more specific later on after we talk about PCC Nats. But um so you brought up weather Friday was Friday morning, I guess was, was bad. And then the, the water puddled and hung around through the afternoon, but the, I think the raining had stopped, correct? I think the raining pretty much stopped. I think they pulled, if I remember correctly, I think they pulled bags pretty much immediately um, for the okay. afternoon squad, which is where I was at. So if I remember correctly, so many matches. Yeah. I know, I know. It, it wasn't even, it literally wasn't even that long ago, but it seems like a year ago. Yeah. So, but do you remember, did the footing or anything like that, anything with the weather in the afternoon um, slow I you down or cause any issues? I don't think so. I think the only thing was there was some massive puddles in the shooting area yeah. that you ran through and it was like, there was no saving your shoes, not trying to get wet. It was you run through it, you get wet, you get over it pretty quickly. So um, that was pretty much it. Just some giant puddles in the shooting area. But you could still see the fault lines. Everyone had to deal with it. It was, you know, okay. fine. Right? Okay. Like, I don't think anyone fell, at least on the Lady Super Squad. No one fell. A lot of people got wet. Um, but that's pretty much it. Okay. It reminded me of last fall when... You guys were in Florida shooting the Ipsic matches. Same type of thing. Yes. Everybody was same muddy thing. and wet and nasty. Yeah, same thing, but that was so much worse than this. Like, yeah. So yeah. much worse. So this was this was uh, doable. The Pan American, that was crazy in the Pan American. Yeah, that was crazy. Now, what did you, when we have talked before, you guys would stay in places where, if I remember correctly, you guys would like cook wherever you stayed. 
did you do that again or did you um, go out and enjoy the scenery this time? Um, I think we had, I think we had lunch out one time. Um, I pretty much, we, we cooked at the Airbnb. Um, we okay. were staying with my boyfriend and his family and my parents came up. So we had steak and one night and we had Alfredo another and some salad and stuff. So we always, you know, try to go out, have a good time with the family and enjoy it. We got an Airbnb so much better than a hotel. Um, it's actually like, kind of like a little home, you're not stuck in one room. Um, so, yeah, it was pretty nice. Steak. I'm going to start yeah. reaching out to your parents. When I'm at a major match with you, I'm just going to slip them like a 50 so I can just eat dinner with you guys. That's crazy. They they literally cook so well. My dad, just he knows how to cook steak so well. And, uh, like, my mom and Carson's mom, Carrie, they make excellent side meals. Um, Carson's dad, Marv, also cooks steak uh, filet mignon specifically really well. Um I tell my dad, Dad, you make the best steaks except for filet mignon because Mark gets the best filet mignon I've ever had. Um, if you know my family, you know that we, um, especially my mom and dad, they really love meat. So we're always trying to find the best steak <laughs> around. I love steak. Like, it's super funny when we go out of restaurants, I, I won't order a steak because I'm like, I can't eat it. It's not as good as my dad. So why am I going to eat something I'm not going to like? So it's like I really only eat steak for my dad and Mark. <laughs> like, okay. Well, I mean, I, I hung around and chatted with your mom last year at CO Nat. So I mean, we're basically cousins. So it shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. You have to come around sometime. And yeah, it's really good. <laughs> now, did you guys um, did you guys get out at all while you were there? I, like, I'm curious. I'm going to go ahead and throw the question out now. Um, we we touched on it briefly. There's zero in Talladega, and there's a little bit more stuff in Oxford around CMP. But at Cardinal, I wasn't there. And you have Marengo, which I don't think there's a whole lot there. But you have Columbus, which is pretty big, pretty close by. So I don't, I don't know if maybe the area is a little nicer. Uh, to be honest with you, uh, how do I say this without sounding like a munch um my family doesn't really go out like we're perfectly okay. happy with staying inside watching a movie together our airbnb actually had a ping pong table so we were playing ping pong like after dinner and wow. dry firing so like we don't we're perfectly content with just going to the range and then coming back relaxing we don't like staying out late get a good sleep night before so that's pretty much movies and ping pong steak okay. <laughs> movies ping pong and steak yeah so nothing wrong with I, that honestly yeah not that there's a really good restaurant right by the range though it's kind of like bar food um but we had it after awards it was pretty good it was like 9 30 at night we were all super tired but it's pretty good so please don't tell me they ran out of food and you had to go get bar food after they didn't um they were just okay. we like yeah they, um I, I don't think uh either mark or carrie or someone a few people in our group didn't have the food at uh, Talladega. I mean, not excuse me, at uh, the awards. So we were like, let's celebrate and get some bar food. I'm in the back like, oh, I'm so tired. Let's go home. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a long day. Yeah. So let's talk the uh, match then. You guys started on Friday afternoon, then you're Saturday morning, Sunday afternoon, like normal on the super squads. Mm -hmm. um, did... You there looked like there was a little bit of a bigger gap between you and Morgan, but it was still mm -hmm. fairly close. So at what point did you like last year, there was no room to breathe. 
Yeah. You you couldn't you you couldn't take a sigh of breath because <laughs> more you and Morgan were literally right there. But what was it like this year? Okay, so actually this is quite funny. Um, actually it's not it's not that funny. Well, it might be for you. Uh, at least not for me at the time. It wasn't. <laughs> um, so the first two days I shot absolute trash. Um, I don't know. It's just I was just not. It's the same as you're just not feeling it. Some days you feel it. Some days you don't. Um, like I was having fun. Like I like the the ladies and the super squad and Kevin and Carson and everyone. Like I had fun. I just was like, oh, like just dreading every stage. Bomb, bomb, bomb. And then um, I woke up. Uh, this is the only way. This is only only time it's ever happened to me in the nine years I've been shooting. I woke up the third day. We were shooting PM. I woke up at like probably eight thirty. I woke up, opened my eyes, and the first thing I thought was like, "What are you doing? Stop shooting like crap." get your crap together and start shooting good. Like, seriously, what are you doing? And I woke up and I was in a great mood and I listened to music and you can probably see it in the scores. The first two days, not shooting great at all. You can see Morgan was actually beating me the first two days. Um, and then I woke up the third day and was like, come on, get your stuff together. You got this. And that first stage on the third day, I'd shot incredibly good. Like, I, I think I had I had the best time on my squad. Um, but I think I beat Morgan by like four seconds on it. Like I executed everything perfectly and I was like, Oh, I'm back. Like it was just a feeling of this is what I need. And from that from that point on I just shot much better than the last two days, which is exactly what I needed to get back on top. So So yeah. <laughs> what exactly did you do different then? I, I woke up on the right side of the bed. <laughs> Honestly, oh. that's pretty much it. I the previous few days I had dry fired, I ate good, I slept good. It was just that third day I just woke up and was like, What are you doing? Like knock it off basically. And I just shot much better. When I figure it out, I will let you know because I've yet to figure <laughs> it out why that was so different. And it's the only time I've ever woke up and said, What are you doing? Start shooting better. It was just a, like a realization moment. And if you don't actually start shooting good, you're going to lose this thing. And it worked, I guess. I don't know. I got to figure it out, though, because it's the first time that's ever happened to me. And it worked. But I would prefer to do that on the first day, not the last day when I'm behind and thinking it's over. <laughs> but that's like last year you were behind going into the last stage. Yeah, on the last It was stage, very yeah. close. Yeah. Very close. Yeah. The last stage, yeah, last year, same thing. I would just, last year, last it was the last stage. This year is the last day. Hopefully next year it will be the second day, and then the year after that, the first day I get my stuff together. But um, we're getting better as many years go on. Experience, everyone always asks me, like, Justine, like, how do you go to all these majors and, like, perform good and, like, not be nervous? And I'm like, I don't. I'm completely nervous. It doesn't matter how many nationals I've shot. I, I can't tell you how many nationals I have shot. At least 15, right? But more than that. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> more than that, but at least 15. And every time, you know, it's I get nervous. And sometimes it shows and sometimes it doesn't. But it's always just get back on track and don't mess it up too bad where you can't recover from it. So you do dry fire at the end of each day at nationals? I do. Um, so, well, it depends. So if I shoot AM, I'll dry fire um, like after I shower and everything that I'll dry fire after I'm a little bit refreshed. If I shoot PM, I'll dry fire the next morning when I shoot mm -hmm. um, 
like that, just because if I'm shoot PM, I'm probably really tired. We have to have dinner still and shower and everything. So I'll just get up earlier the next morning um, when I have some sleep in me and then dry fire a little bit like that. So then like Saturday, you would dry fire and then go to the yep. range and shoot. Yes. Every time. Okay. Shoot. So dry fire in the morning, function fire, then shoot the match. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you use Always. the warm up bay then. Yes, always. Uh, it's more like um, we'll get to this when we get to PCC Nationals this year. All odds were against me for this okay. match. But it's more to like side in, make sure that I'm like, okay, I remember how to grip a gun. Like this is how you pull a trigger. This is when you reload, like stuff like that. Just like little mental, like, okay, yes, you can do this. You've done this before. Just do it again type thing. So, yeah. Okay. Now, uh, CO was like June 25th. It was, mm -hmm. but it's early in the shooting season. Yeah. Unlike in years past when it's been like September or October. So did you alter your training or do anything different to get ready in such a, a shorter period of time? Yeah. So I think, so last year, I think we talked about last year, I got on the gun like a month in advance. Like I, because it was so late in the year, I was on my PCC earlier and things like that. So I really wasn't on the gun. This year, from the very start, I altered sometimes, but I mean, I was pretty much mainly on my CO gun pretty much the entire time with a few except, uh, exceptions. Um, but yeah, I pretty much stuck to the CO gun pretty much this year. Even though I didn't shoot that great, uh, I think my fundamentals were a lot better this year than last year. Like, I could walk up to a stage and confidently say, yes, I can hit that target versus, like, last year. My fundamentals from being on the rifle for so long were a little bit shaky. So, like, I would walk up to a stage and say, like, I'm definitely putting three on that target because in, you know, in the heat of the moment, I'm not sure if I can entirely hit that. But this year, you know, I had some mics. So I'm like, yeah, I can hit that target um, at the distance or whatever. Um, but this year is definitely – I was more prepared. Even though I took – I was on a cruise like a month before the match or it was like three weeks went on a cruise. It was kind of nice. Um, like it was a little bit break. I wouldn't say I was that like, Oh man, nationals, nationals, nationals. It was actually like kind of a nice break because when I got back, it was like a reset button. And all I wanted to do was go to the range, shoot, come back, dry fire, go to the range, shoot, come back, dry fire. Like, I think I shot every single day leading up to CO Nats just cause I was like, get back on the gun, stay hungry, like get back, you know, to where you were. So if you're live firing every day like that in training to prep for Nats, mm -hmm. what does your dry fire look like? Do you do any at that time or is it scaled way back? Yes, yeah, so it, it depends. Um, actually, so I was in Phoenix leading up to CO Nationals. So um, I shot pretty much as much as I could. And, um, I pretty, pretty much every day, if not every other day. Um, Carson and I actually used Dry Fire King. Um, for our dry fire sessions. Um, that's pretty cool. Um, just to see the swingers and the draws and the reloads and stuff like that, just to have a little bit of structure to the dry fire instead of just throw the gun out there and reload really fast. Um, you know, like you're actually aiming at some moving targets and stuff like that. Um, but I would pretty much just do a dry fire King video or two with Carson every day or every other day. Like they were pretty fun. Actually, it, we were kind of racing, obviously. Um, but it was still, <laughs> you got the gun out and you did the drills. So. Were you were you racing to see who cleans up after eating the steak? 
what yeah he doesn't not yet we're working on him though um <laughs> he has he has really big texture he's gonna kill me for saying this if you listen to it he has like a texture thing um so like some textures oh, wow. like like really just doesn't vibe with him but um he's doing better he eats salad sometimes now which is a step up from before um but yeah we're okay getting, we're oh, i get that it. I'm, I'm not a mushroom yeah. guy and it's not the flavor it's the texture yeah so yeah like it. you can just see it he's like i don't hate the flavor but you can just tell it's just like like interesting but okay. yeah i don't think i could survive but <laughs> i we're getting on it let me tell you we're working on because <laughs> my i literally love steak so much like steak in my salad yes please like a salad without steak no no steak has to be in the salad <laughs> <laughs> and where did they have the um uh, the banquet at this year the awards banquet was it on site or off it was off site i think okay. yeah okay if i remember like it looked like a giant warehouse if i'm remembering correctly but it was kind of like a barn vibe like it was like a giant oh. warehouse barn like it was really cute. it was cute um it okay. was air conditioned in there it was actually quite cold like i had a jacket on <laughs> um so it was air conditioned wow. it wasn't hot um yeah okay all right, so you you finish up with CO Nats, mm -hmm. and you so that Sunday night. I assume did you fly back that night or the next day? Next day, yeah. So when do you switch back mm -hmm. over to PCs? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. We went to West Virginia for a little vacation. Oh, so right. you went from Ohio mm -hmm. to West Virginia? Is that close or is that far? Am I? Am I yeah, no, they're they're fairly close by. There, yeah, we drove like four or five hours. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we that went to West it. Virginia. They, uh, Carson, yeah, they pretty Carrie, much and I, yeah, Carson, Carrie, and I went to West Virginia, and we had like a little vacation. Okay. Yeah, we went like whitewater rafting and some stuff. So Carson was trying to get to all fifty states. West Virginia was Ohio, and West Virginia was his last two states. Went to Ohio, Ohio for nationals, and then we're. And Carrie was like, let's just drive to West Virginia. And so you can get your 50th state. And they're like, you want to come? And I'm like, yeah, let's go. Um, so we went to West Virginia. Went, saw a lot of waterfalls. It's beautiful there. Uh, white water rafting. Um, surprisingly, the water was warmer than the air. <laughs> like, we were freezing, like, outside. And then we got white water rafting. And they let us get out of the boat and, like, um, float down a raft. Uh, uh, white water raft like part a little uh, mm -hmm. thing and um it, the water was warm i was like leave me in here because it is a lot warmer in the water than it is in the air that's odd normally yeah. that water is colder so huh. yeah it, it was quite warm yeah compared to the air <laughs> so then did you just pick your pcc back up when you got back then to utah um no i or actually arizona went i went to limited optics after that i had a new gun this was before they actually came out with the handgun limited optics nationals. Um, okay. Everyone was like, what are you doing? Get on your PCC. And I was like, I have a new gun. I can't not shoot it. Like, like you can't give a person a brand new car and say, you're not allowed to drive it. Like, no, no. So I shot that for like, I think a month or something like that. I shot it up to area three. Um, okay. And then I came back home and went to my PCC. 
Wait a minute. I got to back this up for a minute here. <laughs> when was area three? That's area seven. So then I think that's area three. No, that's area one. What the heck? Anyway. Okay. I think yeah, it was it. like, I had like, um, I was on my gun for a week prior to Utah State, which was a week prior to PCC Nats. So I, I think okay. I had like two or three weeks on the gun. Yes. So area three was the beginning, the early part of August. August mm -hmm. looks like the weekend of August 11th and 12th, which is only one month before, not even, like you said, three yeah. weeks before PCC Nats. Mm -hmm. So how in the world, so you must have just hit the ground running as soon as area three was over. Yeah. So let's see. So kind of, so I, we went back to Phoenix. Um, I stayed a few days just cause Carson's there and we went to a rodeo and then I came back home and it was just like, get home, load ammo, shoot like immediately. Um, I would say I was a little nervous. I was a little bit nervous because I'm like, oh my goodness, like BCC Nationals is like two or three weeks away. And the guys I'm competing against mainly shoot PCC full year round. Some of them pick up some other CO guns or limited optics guns now, but I mean, mainly they shoot PCC. Um, so I'm like, I better dry fire the heck out of this gun because I haven't really shot it since I shot it at World Speed Shoot and I also shot it in Puerto Rico. So that was in April. So that is a while back. Mm -hmm. um so just a lot of dry fire and shooting um it's what when i picked it up glenn's like okay let's do some stages and i'm like no no we're doing some basics today like some draws some reloads some unloaded starts just so i can get like the feel of it again um think i did that thankfully so I, it took about a day to get right back to where i was earlier this year so okay it wasn't too bad <laughs> all right so here's the the bigger part of that so last year you were second. Mm -hmm. Max is the only one who beat you. Yeah. Now you were third this year. There were still only two guys who beat you. You beat everybody else in the field. But at what point did you feel like you were prepared enough to be in that top three again? Like at what point you're like, okay, I'm where I need to be. Third day, second to last stage. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> So it's, it's a whole story we can get into if you want. Um, but third day, second to last stage, <laughs> which seems super late in the match, mind you. Um, but th th I would pro probably say that, yeah, I, this is where I'm supposed to be at. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> How? All right. So let's back up for a minute then. When you arrived at PCC Nationals. Yeah. If you put yourself in that mindset right now, mm -hmm. where would you have predicted your outcome? Seventh. That was in my head. Okay. Um, in my head, I, I kind of put like a little wall up. I was telling everyone, you know, if I can just make top 10, I'll be happy because that's what I've done the past few years. And I really haven't been on the gun. Um, but in my head, I was like, I better take top seven because that's just, it kind of proves to myself and everyone else that I belong here. It's not just the fluke based off of last year, but like if I took top seven, I would be like, okay, I did it. That's, you know, I'm good enough for me in the back of my mind. I'm always saying, yeah, I need to take top 
top two, top three max, because I need a podium um, because that's where I belong. And that's where I should do because I have the capability of doing it, obviously. But I was like, okay, I haven't been on the gun, you know, seventh, that's fine. Um, and I had a list of people in my head where I'm like, I'm okay if they beat me. Um, yeah, well, it's a seventh. There's some people, there's six people okay. like okay, me. Okay, Max. Right? Yeah, Max, Josh, Zach, Scott. Um, I was, <laughs> if Grant was there, Grant, and then, um, uh, Andre, uh, from JP. Those are the people in my head where I was like, okay, if they beat me, solid. They're solid shooters, they're really consistent, they're grown men, you know, like they beat me, awesome. yeah. I'm in a great spot, right? Um, anyone else? And I'm like, no, <laughs> I should have worked harder. I should have gotten the gun sooner. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> Dang it, I shouldn't have never gone to West Virginia. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or I should have brought my PCC to Phoenix. I didn't even bring it to Phoenix. I was like, just shooting limited optics. Don't even need to worry about it. Should not have done that, but it was okay. <laughs> so how many times have you told Nils you beat him at nationals? Oh, um, <laughs> none. None, actually. <laughs> it, it, it'll go into my story when I tell him, uh, tell you the story. But okay. when I saw Nils is going, I was like, Oh, do you know what would be sad if Nils has never shot a major match with a PCC and still beats me? Like, that would be sad. Don't get me wrong. Nils is a fantastic shooter, but, like, he's never shot a major match with a PCC. Only PCC. I mean, obviously, two-gun. But right. it's different, right? Um, yeah. But I'm like, man, like, he's a good shooter. But come on, Justine. You got this. <laughs> but, so, yeah. so you're happy with your third place? I Yeah, I am. Just be, because I shot on the men's super squad, so, like, I watched – I watched both Max and Josh just execute every single stage. I have never seen Josh execute something so well. I I still, I mark my words, he wasn't really trying that third day. The third day, he was just shooting. He it didn't look like he was pushing. He wasn't look like he was straining. Nothing. He was just shooting, coasting as easy as could be. Like, And we're just all crawling, just trying to do our best. Josh is just there. Josh and Max are just there, you know doing their best. <laughs> okay. So I've got to ask you, cause I've made this comment before mm -hmm. I've said, there is a stark difference between the men's super squads and the ladies super squads, mm -hmm. the ladies super squads. It's like, um, I don't remember the female singer, but party in the USA <laughs> and, uh, but you guys are still trying. It's not like you're yeah. not, you know what I mean? You guys are still over there competing hard with each other. But it's yeah. a different vibe. You look at the men's super squad, you're like, oh, JJ had a squib. I'm sure there were four people behind him. We're like, yeah, he got a squib. Yeah. But in the you know, but in two up to them, they're like, oh man, I'm so sorry. You know. Yeah. It's just a different level of tension, is what I mean. It, it so, is very tense. Yeah. Um, however, I've said this, I think, a few times before. The PCC super squad is some of the most chill people you'll ever meet on the shooting range. Like these people are so, like most of them are so much fun. They're laughing. They're joking around. They're I mean, I'm loud. They're rooting for you. Um, if something happens, you're like, oh man, that sucks. Like you got like next time. Like I high five Zach several times on that last day. Like and we're competing head to head. Like um, I don't know. The PC Super Squad is just so much different than Open. Okay. I shot on the Carry Optic Super Squad in 2020. Now that yes. was tense. I was like, I will yes. never do this again. Like, this is not I, fun. At least for me, not fun. 
you know, like I, I know it's not, it's supposed to be fun. It's my job, but it's supposed to be fun. Never again. PC Super Squad, completely different. Like the vibe okay. is just from like tense to like from the like tense open to like ladies. It's like right here. So like it's, it's way different. Like honestly. And, and that's me being, I mean, a teenage girl, 19, teenage girl. Um, the men's super squad, I mean, you would think they would all be like, but like, they're all really chill. They're asking each other stage plans. They're rooting for each other. It's, it's quite a weird vibe. Wow. But once you get it, you're like, this is fantastic. I'm gonna do this for the rest of my life. Like the majority of them are so much fun. Yeah. Okay. Because but and you PCC. and I, okay. Because <laughs> you and I have had that conversation about 2020 because yeah. I was there and I said, I saw, I didn't know who you were. But I saw yeah. one female, a young lady with earbuds in, just kind of dancing to some music in her head, completely separate of everybody else. A lot of yeah. tension in the squad. I was like, oof, this is terrible. It was like I uh, at the time, like really, there was only two people talking to me. Austin Aris, who doesn't shit anymore, but he at the time was on the super squad. And then there was one other person, which at the time his name is escaping me. Everyone else. I mean, they're, not, they're nice people, but they didn't really talk to me. They were all super serious, which is, that's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. But I have my earbuds in. I'm going to have the time of my life, even if it's by myself. <laughs> like, I'm here to have fun and, and win, but have fun. I do a lot better if I'm having fun. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I would, with you and Morgan telling each other, like, oh, be careful over here. And, and with that and this yeah. last year even though you guys were neck and neck, it was like, I would never see, or I've, I'm not going to say it never, but I didn't see that. I saw some laughter and stuff going on last year's CO men super squad. So it wasn't yeah. too bad, but you can, you can still feel the underlying tension on that side. Like those yeah. guys are serious. You know, they want to win. They're not wishing harm on each other or anything like that, but you can tell there's a different level of, yeah. Of, of, of tension over there. It may just be like, I don't know, maybe the way I grew up or I don't know, or just, I don't know, just things that made me who I am where it's just like, if I'm going to win, I want to win because I'm the best, not because someone messes up or has a jam or gets hurt. You know, like if I'm going to win, I'm going to win because I'm the best at that time, not because something happens to someone else. So that's like, it, like helping with stage plans. Hey, the sun's really bad in this spot. Watch the hole right there. Like anything like that it's just like it's the right thing to do as a good competitor right so I don't know. <laughs> so wh what did you think when you found out you were going to be on the men's super squad did you, did it concern you at um, all initially no i've i've shot on the men's super squad since 2021 so 21 22 and now 23 um each the first year was a little bit odd just because i think i was i think i was like 17 maybe 18 at the time 17 and um I think they're just like a teenage girl is on the squad. Why is she here? I think, but I think, I mean, honestly, everyone calls it the men's super squad, which I think we should vote to change it to super squad, not men's super squad because hello, but. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're right. You, you, it's a good um, point. Um, but um, I don't know. I just, I was, I assumed I was going to be on the men's super squad and I preferred to be on the men's super squad because at this match, my goal was to compete with the men. Um, so I don't know. I just kind of was like, okay, good. I'm on it <laughs> type thing. So. Now in 21, was it 
that was a, a mixed, wasn't it? Because wasn't Linda on there too and Lena? That was PCC Super Squad, yeah. So both, I'm pretty sure both Lena and I had placed top 10 or 12 or however they do it. Um, I think Linda was there because of Max. And at the time okay. they were dating and I think sharing right. gear. So it, it kind of just made uh, sense, I guess. Um, okay. But everyone else on it was top 12, top 10, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Yeah, that was definitely a mixed. That shouldn't have been men yeah. super squad. That should have just been super squad. Super squad. Yeah. 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 So, and I, I think, look, um, uh, this is the this is the one division where you have a female who is legitimately top three every year. Mm -hmm. So it should just be at this point the super squad. Yeah, I mean, and I mean top ten. I think I started placing top ten. I placed top ten every year since twenty twenty because I think twenty twenty was the first year I shot PCC at nationals. So I think I took ninth and then like tenth and then second and third. I think that's how it was, something like that. Um, but I think every year I placed top ten. Um, okay. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't. Know, so many matches, like I yeah. said, but um. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, just, I don't know. And I, and I, I hope there's more ladies in the future, not now, directly now, like it'll take a while, but who, um, become a threat to men in other divisions as well. That sounds a little harsh, but you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, where it's just, I, I, that where, doesn't sound harsh. Yeah. yeah. Like a th threat, like, Ooh, that sounds rough. But, um, you know, no. I hope because it's obviously doable, right? PCC, it's completely doable. Um, so it's just, it's just going to take time and a lot of effort from someone, um, trying to get there myself. But as you can see, my PCC skills are much higher than my other skills. Um, but hopefully we're going to get there one day. Um, but we'll see. <laughs> well, I, I think it determines the, I think it's determined by the level of participation in that division. You know what I mean? Yes. That's what makes it difficult. Yeah, because if Perry Optics, they have to have two super squads because there's so many good people, right? Like, yeah, crazy. Yeah, so in 2020, this is 2020, I believe. Yeah, so in 2020, you and Lena both were top 10. Yeah. Lena was eight, you were nine. The next year, you were 10. Then the next year, you were two and now three. So you have yeah. moved into that very top tier so yeah it's yeah it's pretty funny actually me and dad were talking about it so in 2020 i pretty much had at the time one of the best matches of my life i had a foot fault oh. which um cost me uh but besides that like i shot extremely well there was nowhere where i could be like yeah i can improve on that um 2021 was extremely rough for me i hit my peak too early in the year and I was going downhill really fast. So I didn't shoot very great and I still took 10th. So I went from ninth, my best performance to 10th to a terrible performance. Then we go to 2022 and I took second, which to this day, it is my best performance at a match ever, which just happened to be at a nationals, um, which was great for me. <laughs> but, uh, and then this year, uh, when we talk about the storyline, I had a very mid, a very mid match. I didn't have anything extraordinary until the third day. Um, first day was okay. Second day was terrible. Um, so let's say the match was very mid overall. So, and then I took third. So it just shows you how your best 
um, just moves everything up, right? So ninth, 10th, second, third, um, two years kind of following the same system. Just shows you that you get better, which is great because you can't really see that you're improving because when you get to a certain point, you're like making micro steps up. Right. And then you, you look from hindsight and you're like, oh, I did get better. Awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, but it's, yeah, yeah when, when you're moving, like it would be like going on a 10 mile run and every day you're yeah. making a one second improvement. You know, it's yeah. like very small, but very it is small. an improvement. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a little bit to get better, but it gets, it's there and you can see it, which is awesome. Cause sometimes you're like, oh, I'm not doing anything better. I'm not getting better. Like, why am I practicing? And then you look back, you're like, oh, okay. I'm okay. Keep going. <laughs> and so I, I consider PCC to be your division, your primary division. Would, would you consider that to be the case? Um, I would say probably, I wouldn't say I shoot it the most. I'd just say that's kind of like my best division. Um, I'm kind of very spastic with my divisions. One carry optic, limited optics, single stack. I think I shot, I've shot PCC, single stack, carry optics, and limited optics all in this year. So I'm very spastic, um, but I would say PCC is definitely my best division. Yes. So how well do you think you could do if you settled down and focused on one division? know so i i have this very bad i don't know it's not a habit because i don't mean to do it um but if i stick <laughs> on a gun too long i get really bad really fast um oh wow yeah yeah it's kind of like the opposite of what everyone else does um i think it's just like my dad says it's a boredom problem where i get bored with it it's too easy and okay. something else so um i think it's about a three month range where it's like, okay, I'm comfortable with the gun. I've gotten better with the gun. I'm improving with the gun. Now I'm good with the gun. Okay. Now you're going downhill from there. Um, so it's about a three to five max month range where it's like, okay, I got to go to the next thing or else it's going to go downhill real fast. That's what happened in 2021. I spent so much time on the PCC trying to get better. Honestly, to, to win lady was what it was. I just wanted to win that PCC ladies title. I spent so much time on it and Utah state amazing match. It was like three weeks prior, maybe four weeks at the time. And then PCC nationals tanked so hard. And so it's like, is that it's very fine balance where it's hit the peak at the right time and then get off of it, move to the next one before you start going down. All right. So. Before we get into the whole storyline thing, yeah. um, I, I've got another question. Well, you mentioned something, you know, it, Maybe somebody else can work and, and get up to rival the men like you have. Um, as good as your sister is, you beat her by 311 points. And she was <laughs> second ladies, okay? Yeah. And, and you know I love Jay Lee, so that's not yeah. – uh, I'm not here to talk smack. I'm just saying there's a huge gap between you and all the other ladies. Mm -hmm. But I have seen a couple of them. Like Linda's trying all the time, um, but give me your thoughts on Jessica. I don't know how to say her last name, and I don't want to. I've never met her. I actually, I might have met her at the time. I, right now, I can't remember, but I think it's Dorian. But she has not told okay. me it's Dorian. That's just how I say it. Um, okay. So we'll see if she sees this and corrects me. But I think it's Dorian. But. I apologize if it's wrong. That's just how I say it. But she's young and Ashlyn Champagne is a junior and mm -hmm. she's working hard. So I feel like there's two other 
maybe three more ladies who are working hard to try to improve. Um, what do you, have you met Ashlyn at all? Um, I, I may have met her in crossing, okay. uh, shaking her hand a little bit. Um, right. Or something like that. I think, I yeah. You. I, I've never officially, like, I don't remember officially like hanging out with her, or talking to her a long time or anything like that. Um, have, have you <laughs> noticed any up and coming women, uh, in PCC? Uh, so I definitely take, uh, took a note of Jessica and Ashlyn and Linda and, uh, Jay Lee's picked up a gun a month before the match. Hasn't really ever shot PCC that much. And she did excellent. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's really so good. my dad was like, your goal at this match should be one and two. Like you, his always, always, <laughs> ever since we started shooting is one and two. So he finally got his one and two in PCC. Cause I think he's been wanting that <laughs> since I started shooting PCC, um, in 2019, 2020. Um, so for, for Julie, that was incredible. And she won a class too, which was kind of took us all by surprise. We were all watching the lady. And then my dad's like, Hey, she won a class too. And we were like, what? Um, but I would, yeah, I think there's a, tr there's a lot of effort in multiple divisions in USPSA right now from different ladies who are you can see are getting better and they're practicing and you're seeing the videos and you're seeing their improvements. I don't think it's far-fetched to say that a lot more ladies are getting better. Um, if you look at the talent in today's world versus, you know, like back in the 80s, everyone has gotten better male and female. Oh, yeah. Side. Um, and men too, yeah. Yeah, male and female, right? Um, but I think the classes today in the ladies if you're not if you're not a or at least an a if not m you're not competing like you have to be at least an a or an m or a gm now to even be in contention to do anything in the lady category at the top matches so i think there's a different push from multiple ladies and multiple divisions that it's exciting to watch and it, it's exciting for um i say like the lady division in like carry optics and stuff because it it it's not to say too easy is it's not it's it's awesome but it's you know it's uh, I, I won because now it's like for pcc it's kind of like i won pcc but i took third you know it's like that third place is what gets me excited versus pcc you know? right. but when there's a race it's like i took lady look at this type thing or when it's a race so it's it's a lot more special when there's a fight for it so i'm excited I'll see more people like that for me, I guess. <laughs> so two things. I'm not a woman um, and I don't, I don't <laughs> pretend to be. And two, yeah. I, I don't shoot PCC. So I'm asking you from a woman's perspective, is it easier to shoot PCC or pistol? Um, or is there even a difference? I don't actually think there's a difference. I just think my forte is in PCC for some reason, just like any other sport. I guess my forte is just the position you play or um, the gear you use even, right? So um, I don't necessarily think as a woman it's easier to shoot rifle. I mean, you still have to move the same. I mean, you still have yeah. to move the same amount, right? Um, it's just different guns and just how you shoot them, I guess. I don't know. Well, well I mean, me, actually, the PCC is bigger and bulkier. Yeah. Um, it's definitely you more know? challenging moving with the rifle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the rifle is easier to shoot. So it, it balances it itself balance out. out, you know, like 
it's for me, it's a lot easier to shoot the rifle. I'll, if, if I got to shoot something, I'll shoot the rifle all day versus, you know, some people's forte may be more pistol oriented and be like, mm, I'll take the pistol. Right. So I guess it just depends on your gear and on, I guess your mental, mental game. <laughs> so when you shot CO Nats on the ladies, um, super squad, did you, did you notice any up and comers in CO? Um, let me, let me remember. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, I, I'm going to go back too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I know, I know Jessica Morrow is putting in a tremendous effort, both physically on the, on the physical side, uh, weightlifting, cardio, all that fun stuff. Um, so I know she's putting a big, a big effort for that. Um, I know like me, Morgan, uh, remind me, I'm sorry, who took third? <laughs> um, um, I'm going to tell you in one second. So it was you, Morgan, and Alicia Russell. Alicia Russell. She did not shoot on our squad, so I okay. cannot comment on that. Um, I Yeah, she did not shoot on that squad. Um, yeah, I'd probably say the biggest effort I'm seeing put in, at least, is probably Jessica Morrow, just because the, the physical side of it, she's if she can outrun all of us. If this, was a, if this was a physical game, she would crush us all, and it wouldn't even be close. Especially now, like, she's gotten so fit. Um, so I'm excited to see when she, when the shooting side comes, it'll be interesting to watch if she gets that wrapped together with the physical part of it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. She's definitely working on her entire game, meaning the physical yeah. side of it, as well as the, the other side, the actual shooting yeah. side. So I, I agree. That would be interesting, but I'm always curious from your point of, you know, your perspective as to what yeah. you're seeing in the future. So. Yeah, pretty much. Honestly, uh, my my brain right now is pretty much me and Morgan in carry optics. Um, Morgan and I, excuse me. Uh, my mom would just be so angry at me. <laughs> we won't tell her. We won't um, tell her. <laughs> uh, it would definitely be Morgan, like just Morgan and I. You know, it's up up there. At least just from the squad point of view, I can't tell you from Alicia's standpoint because um, I haven't watched her shoot. Um, but well, she seemed to take a break there for a little bit or something because I, I hadn't seen her name I, around. I think she probably, she probably, yeah, I haven't seen her. Uh, she, I don't think, well, at least I, she's never been on the Lady Super Squad, but I have. I think she was on it in 2021 or something, but I was on the men's PCC Super Squad at that point. But um, pretty much right now, I'm just keeping an eye on Morgan and uh, all, all of the best, obviously, and not all of but um, awesome with Glock and everything like that. But always just watching okay. everyone. There's always there's always someone up and coming, right? Like, yeah. Where'd you come from? <laughs> well, and I had never heard of Jessica until this year, and she yeah. seemed to come out of nowhere. I was like, whoa. Yeah. You know, Ashlyn started working hard last year, so it's I like to see, you know, young, young people coming up. Like there was a, a male junior, I want to say top 10 at this year's um, PCC Nats as well. Migs. Yeah. Yeah. Was, uh, Migs. Yes. He's from Vegas. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's always good to see, you know, when you see a junior <laughs> that high, you're like, yeah. if he sticks with it, like, I don't know why Austin Aris isn't doing it anymore, but um, if they stick with it, you're like, there's a future. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Austin is just his, his dad and his mom own this, this huge equestrian ranch. There's a lot more money in horses and mm. um, 
And I think that was just where his passion was, just working with horses and everything. So, and I know, I'm pretty sure he's a world champion with that stuff. So nothing like being good in two sports. So yeah, no kidding. So, so then he just needs to combine the horse racing and the shooting. And they have that. They have that. They whenever have the sport. Yeah. They do. All right. So what's what's the storyline here? Okay. So let's see. <laughs> so I shot Tuesday Night Steel, which on Tuesday. This is upcoming to PCC Nationals. And I shot terrible. I have not missed so much at a Tuesday Night Steel probably since I was like 10. It was it was terrible. And I was shooting with my friends, Richard Ingram, Dan Long, Glenn, Jaylise. And I, I I could sense their slight concern for me because they're like, she's about to leave for nationals. I mean, I literally leave Wednesday afternoon and I'm shooting terrible. I'm like, this is embarrassing. <laughs> like, it was so bad. Um, but I'm like, whatever. It's just Disney Steel. It's completely different. I don't care. Um, so I'm packing my gear, my gun stuff the next morning on Wednesday. And I go to put my PCC in my bag, and my optic is literally rocking like this. Oh. And, like, my main optic. And I'm like, that explains it. <laughs> because, like, TNS, I was like, I am aiming. And there's not a lot of trigger control involved with PCC, so I don't know why I'm missing. <laughs> so it made sense. I kind of had a small freak out. Um, I FaceTimed Carson. I was like, what do I do? I don't have time to run into the range. Decided in again. Um what do I do? And he's like, just go find the tools and fix it. And I was like, okay, I'll ask my dad. So I go upstairs with my dad. He's laying in bed. I'm like, dad, my optic is loose. Like, what do I do? And he's like, well, just go get a tool and fix it. And I was like, do you have any of the tools? And he's like, what do you need? And I told him, he's like, no, I don't have that. And I'm like, oh, dad, why don't you have the tools? You're a construction worker. You're supposed to have all the tools. And he's like, why are you yelling at me? And I'm like, because I'm just panicking. But I found the tools and I ended up fixing it. Um, and then... So that kind of like got in my head because I'm like, oh man, what if there's like something wrong with the mount? Like it, it comes loose again during nationals. So every single stage at nationals, I literally just rocked it just to make sure like, okay, it doesn't move. Okay, good. Okay, it didn't move. Good, good. Um, so there was that. Uh, then we got to Talladega or Birmingham when we flew into and they didn't have our car reservation. And I was like, fantastic. Awesome. Oh. And it was like 9.30 at night, mind you. So I'm like, oh, this is such a great start to this trip. Um, ended up getting a car, luckily the one we wanted and everything like that. So that was okay. Um, got to nationals. First day, it was okay. Nothing too awesome. Uh, I kind of I tanked the last stage, uh, which kind of hurt a little bit. Uh, rolled into day two and uh, just nothing went my way. Went my way. Um, I just, I could not hit the targets to save the life of me. Um, it was so bad on one stage. I ran out of bullets. Um, like my mag, I ran out of bullets. Um, that's how bad it was. So that's what I tell people. Like, wow. it, was, it was so bad. I ran out of bullets. I had a popper left standing, which gave me a mic. Um, I haven't shot that bad in a while. And it was just like everything I tried, I tried going faster. Didn't work. I tried going slower. Didn't work. And then I was slow and not accurate. Um, so I was like, what oh am gosh. I doing? Um, so that was really bad. So I kind of, I went back to the Airbnb and I just laid in bed. I was like, what am I doing? I looked at the scores. I did a predictive. I was not even supposed to take top 10. Like that's how bad I did the second day. I was like wow. predicted for like 
14th or 17th or something like that. And I'm like, not only am I going to not take top three, which is what I, I really wanted in my head. Not only am I going to take top seven, which is what I put the wall off of, you're going to take seventh. Uh, not even top 10, which I was telling everyone, which now in my head, I'm saying, oh, everyone's going to make fun of me now. And, uh, you know, all that stuff. And I'm like, I'm going to take 17th. Awesome. Um, Carson had to talk me down. He was like, you're fine. Like, no one's done shooting. You have to shoot another zone. You know, the scores are kind of off. I'm like, okay, okay, whatever. So I get up the third day and I was like, well, you're kind of in a spot now where you really can't lose anything. You're already doing really bad. Um, so I get up, I dry fired, went to the range and, um, Zach starts talking to me and says, did you see you, me and Scott were in the fight for third. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, not even in top 10. And he's like, no, no, the scores are all messed up. You have to just look at the people on our squad because that's the tracks. That's what we're following. I'm like, right. Oh, okay. Nine <laughs> months later, And I still don't know how to track scores obviously <laughs> so happy for me um so i'm like okay so we're about to shoot um the shooting order goes zach and then me and then a few people and then scott so i'm like okay well zach goes before me so i gotta just see how he shoots shot the stage excellent did very good um so i was like okay i think the difference was um scott was in third 30 points ahead uh, of me uh, Zach was in fourth, about 15 points ahead of me. And then I was in fifth, um, with them ahead of me. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to have to gain my new zone. C was the smallest points of the entire match. And I was in the worst position to try and take third. So in my head, right. I said, I think I can take fourth, but I don't know if I can gain 30 points on Scott who has shot an extremely consistent match. So I was like, okay, I'll deal with fourth. Um, so I shoot and I, Zach said, I was like, you just, you know, he high fived me. He's like, you got this. Like, don't worry about it. So I shoot the stage and I kind of came out swinging and I did, I did really good on the first stage of the day. And I was like, okay, awesome. Mojo back. Um, and then Scott <laughs> shot and I had his Mojo back. Um, Scott shot and I had beat Scott on that stage too. And I was like, Hey, I actually might be able to do this. Um, this third, the second stage we shot for the day, I was first on, which happened to be the most points for the day, as well as the most technical. So I was like, okay. And it just so happened that shooting USA, John Scouton was filming that stage. Um, and there was like two different plans to do it. And so I was kind of like the baseline for everyone. Like, which way should you go? Um, mm. I went right. Yeah. So I was like, this is the worst stage to go first on. Um, just cause I'm in a, I'm a weird position, you know? I was like, whatever, I'm just going to not do anything crazy and don't do anything stupid. Um, that was just my goal. Don't do anything stupid. Shot the stage. I executed it actually really well. I executed it better than I thought I did. And I was like, oh, yeah, stage win. Got this. Uh, and then Josh Freilich, uh beat me on it by like a half a point or something crazy like that. It was like a point or something like that. I was like, just doing my thunder. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> I told him that too. I was like, my one match, I just wanted one stage win and you stole it. Um, but it was enough to like get closer. I was like, awesome. Few, I did a few stages later. We ended up going to the second to last stage uh, with me, Scott and Zach within like three points of each other. 
And like, I'm like, this is mind blowing. We've just shot almost an entire nationals and we're only three points apart. Like, and Zach and I were both talking about it. Zach and I both made terrible mistakes the first and the second day. And if one of us just wouldn't have made one of those mistakes, we would have been ahead enough to not even worry about it. So we were like, this is crazy. Um, But we shot it and uh, Scott had some issues and he had two no penalty or two mics on it. So um, we were like, okay, that happened. Okay, so then it was Zach and... Zach did a reload. It was a mandatory reload state. He did a reload, paused, looked at the mag because he said he thought he reloaded an empty mag, looked at it, realized it was loaded, and then kept shooting. Um, and so he, like, paused for, like, two and a half seconds, and we were like, what are you doing, dude? He's like, I thought I reloaded wow. an empty mag. And I'm like, yes, like, I can do this. Oh, my goodness. Because it, was like, it wasn't like it was an empty mag. And then so I was like, okay. Like, I can do this. All I have to do is not make a mistake. And then I threw a mic. I was like. Oh, wow. I was like, you had one job. And it was funny because <laughs> it was Virginia count stage. And I called it as soon as I did it. And I was like, you had one job. And I was like, awesome. So I'm going into the last stage. Me and Zach are like three points apart uh, with me on top. And Zach is the shooter before me. And it was a fixed time stage. And I remember no one was going into the par. I mean, not even Max made the par time. So this par time was so fast. Um, it was like wow. 9.7, but you had 10 seconds. And it was incredibly fast. Max didn't even get it. So I'm like, okay, well, just don't do anything stupid and you got this. Well, Zach shoots the stage and cleans it. Like, gets it, everything under the par time. And I'm like, like, are you kidding me? Like, that's crazy. So I'm just in my own world. Like, this, it's very position, like, position-heavy fixed time stage. So I'm like, in my head, I'm trying to get the positions and everything like that. I guess Zach had had a lot of uh, no penalty mics on it and a lot of Charlies and Deltas. I didn't know that at the time. As he walks back, he goes, well, you better uh, floor it or something to the point of you better shoot it really fast. And I was like, oh, he's right. I better shoot it really fast. But I guess he was joking with me, which at the time I didn't pick up on the hint, but I was like, oh man, he's right. I better do it really fast. So when the R was like, are you ready? Stand by. And I'm like, just go for it. I guess there's nothing to lose really. Like you're already behind. He just did really well on the stage. So the beeper went, I shot and I don't think I had shot that well the entire match. Just everything, the swinger position, just, it was perfectly executed for me at least. And I was coming into the last lean and with the PCC and my height, like it was, it was a lean, but I over-exaggerated it a little bit and my toe caught the very edge of the fault line and I fell on the last shot of the last target. I fell and kind of like slid on my knees and the RO was like safe. Um, but I ended up, I guess I ended up winning the stage cause I had one Charlie and one no penalty Mike. And I was like, this was so awesome because it just, it came down to the last point and I, the last stage and I really didn't want to like Zach is an awesome competitor. I wouldn't have wanted to done it with anyone else just because he's super respected and he's a great shooter, but like last stage down to the wire, you probably couldn't tell that from the scores because uh, Zach uh, kind of messed up the last stage a little bit. Um, but it did come down to the last stage uh, for both of us, I guess. 
Yeah, and everyone keeps texting me. He's like, man, watch that happen. I was pushing refresh, refresh, refresh. And I was like, awesome, thanks. Like, makes me so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so nervous. Like, I wasn't thinking about you guys. Jeez. Yeah, but, yeah I'm, that's I'm how it was. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the scores. I'm down to 50. I don't see Zach. Zach Smith. There he is, uh, 59. Yeah. Oh, wow. Just... So Four. that's how you end, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that last stage, I think he had like 40-something points on it, and I had won it, so I had gotten the full points on it. So it was like, it was pretty cool. Like in my head, I was like, it was the first time that I had been in that close of a position to something that I really wanted, like overall-wise, and executed how I wanted to on the very last stage because – like that much pressure going to the last stage, thinking that your your opponent just crushed it. And in order to podium, you have to have a good stage. Like in my head, I had to have a good stage realistically winning it. And so I was like, well, got to kind of do it. It's the time where you take everything you've ever learned and you put it in that moment and it actually ends up fitting perfectly. Um, so that was really cool for like mentally. It's like, yeah, you can do that. Like you did do that. You can do it again. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> well, it's interesting because let me go back to the match here. Um, I was looking at your score. You were, I mean, you won that stage by over four percentage points. So, yeah, um, that was pretty impressive there. But what I wanted to get at was you went in, you said trailing Zach by 30, right? Um. Was it Zach or day? Scott? Yeah, the last uh, one. Scott, it was about 30 points, yeah. Okay, and Zach by 15 then? Yeah. And you ended up beating Zach by basically 30 and Scott by like 33. Yeah. 34. So that's that's an impressive turnaround. Yeah. I didn't honestly, like, John, he didn't get this on video, which I wish he would have now looking back on it, but – John's like, how you doing? And I'm like, I'm doing good. And he's like, how are you like doing overall? And I'm like, well, I've lost. I don't think I can get to third, but I think I can get to fourth, which is Scott and Zach. And he was like, well, good luck. You got this. And I was like, thanks. And so now like looking back on it, that was the second stage in. So now looking back on it, it's just like, it's funny how like, small it's, it wasn't small like just a little bit of fire just just a little bit just just push just enough to a little bit a little bit a little bit a lot of people are like wow 30 points but 30 points broken up on six stages is a lot but not undoable depending on right. who you're shooting against now 30 points on Zet, uh, max uh, good luck he's about to beat you by 100 um yeah <laughs> that's what i told him uh, glenn today was telling him like good job max you did awesome and i was like i know i don't even know why we show up anymore like he's just gonna win every year like just right. coast to the win <laughs> like, yeah i mean everybody's basically shooting for second and third third so. yeah well not this year with josh he just everyone was shooting for third it was a battle for third because josh was just doing it so just so well it was just like poetry in motion watching him like so it crazy <laughs> it looks like you came into day three on stage 14 so you were fourth there then you were second on the next stage 10th still not bad 
Then you won a stage, stage 17. Then you talked about stage 18 where you had the mic. So you ba- you guys basically stayed the same. Yeah. And then that last stage you won again. So you had two wins and a second on day three. Yeah. It was like almost a completely different person shooting day three, I would feel like. Like just if you watch the scores from day two to day three, it was like a complete turnaround. And like I said, I can't tell you why. It was just kind of like a, what are you doing? Get your crap together. Do you want to do better? Right. Like, you want to not, you know, like, not look bad. You want to meet your goals. You want to prove some people wrong. You know, stuff like that. Like, get your butt in gear and get to work <laughs> type thing. Right. Well, if you want to improve for next year, Chrono is where you need to improve. You were 96. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Chrono was perfectly executed. 134, though. I can't tell you. That was exactly... I there you 135. go. So it was okay. Perfect. So... All right. So now, what does your schedule look like for the rest of the year? Um. So right now, my home club is putting on a level two Red Rock, the Barry's Red Rock Rumble. Um, it starts this Thursday. Um, so I've been working. I, I got back on Monday and I started working Tuesday. All like it's crazy. Um, but we got we have all the stages. I think it's sixteen stages plus Chrono. It's a massive match for a level two, wow. not even a state yeah. or an area. Yeah, sixteen. Sixteen. Um, we have a lot. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know anyone who wants to RO? Like, let us know. If we're looking for some ROs still. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we've got that. I shoot Thursday, Friday, and then I'm staffing Saturday, Sunday. Um, and then I've got a Colt photo shoot in Phoenix. And then we have limited optics or pan gun national, excuse me. Um, let's see. And then right after limited optics nationals, we go directly from uh, Ohio back to Talladega for IDPA worlds. Um, doing that this year. Uh, and then uh, we've got Erie two, and then we've got the Ipsic Thailand world shoot okay. uh, and shotgun. Um, oh, shotgun. I, I was like, Ipsic Thailand world shoot. Yeah. What, you just yeah, you yeah. did that a year ago. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, that's shotgun. Um, but I think that's pretty much it. Just right now, it's Red Rock. Just like I loaded all my ammo yesterday. So now I'm not waiting until the last minute to load my ammo, um, which is good. Um, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Now, uh, a lot of people are shooting qualifiers for the next world shoot. What about you? Yeah, um, Ipsic Nationals. Yeah, we have that one too. Thank you for reminding me. Um, so, okay. yeah, I'm actually uh, a little bit torn on that. Um, I guess there's a rumor that they're changing the quals for PCC World Shoot um, and that this year's Ipsic Nationals will be part of it. Um which is a little bit odd because for people who want to qualify for South Africa, they need that for South Africa. But if they want to qualify, like for me, I'm trying to qualify for the men's team. So do I shoot it at Ipsic, PCC at Ipsic Nationals to try and get a better score? Or do I just risk it for the biscuit and shoot it uh, carry optics? Because I want to go to South Africa on carry optics, production optics, excuse me. Um, so we'll see. I got to figure out what I'm doing there to make sure that the rumor was actually true. Um, mm. but we'll okay. see. Like, are, are they going to let people shoot twice to get a qualifier score or is that a rumor or is it true? Like what's going on? So I have to figure it out. Oh, wow. You had to figure it out quick too. 
uh, I'll just, you know, you know me, pick up the gun two weeks before. Figure it right. out then. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you just have to figure out what you're going to be shooting. You don't oh, necessarily yeah. have to, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Uh, oh, yeah. I'll figure it out. I think right now I'm signed up under carry optics, um, which I honestly might just, I might just stick to carry optics just because I have two solid quals in for PCC Worlds. I have to have a second and a third, um, 2022, 2023. So, I mean, I can't do much better than that. Um, so I might yeah. just shoot production optics just to get just in case something else happens down the road that I have a call for that in. So we'll see. Okay. Now Yeah, but we were the... talking about it last night with my dad. He was like, You gotta figure out what you're doing. I'm like, I know. <laughs> I know. I gotta figure it out. I'm like it's making me nervous. And I'm like, I can't do much better than second and third. I mean, like, I'm still, I'm not even, I'm not four. Like, I'm second and third. But the point system is a little weird. So I could get knocked off uh, the men's team, depending on how well the other men do um, point system wise. So that's what's, it's nerve. It's the point system is crazy and it's weird. Mm, so okay. we'll see. A second and third is pretty good. Make my case. Yeah, it's pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. I, the the one person who is secure in their position is Max. Yeah, it's Max. Yeah. That's why I was like, oh, Max, always, always winning everything. <laughs> like, does he even have to try? I don't know. <laughs> right. Now, how is the uh, firearms training business going? It's going good. Do you have time um, to do that? Not really. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I do a lot of privates. Um, I've done a couple of classes. Um, I did a movement class in Phoenix uh, in August, which it was hot, very hot. Oof. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but we were we were done by eleven. Um, so we started at like seven in the morning because um, I told everyone I was like, "We're gonna start early and we're gonna get out there before it gets hot." And they were like, "Let's do it." Um, and it was great. Everyone loved it. Everyone wants another one. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, so we'll see. I'm kind of waiting to do more classes until next year, only because like with IDPA Worlds and Shotgun World Shoot and two more nationals, like it's a little bit hectic for me right now, just because like PCC, Limited Optics, Carry Optics and Shotgun, all of the majors in a different gun. So um, I'm trying to pace myself and not get burned out too easily, uh, which I'm doing pretty good. Um, so we'll see. All right, so I wrote a few things down. I thought you said Nils was part of the storyline too. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I went into day two thinking, watching him on a stage, um, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get bit. I'm going to be, I'm going to get beat by a pistol shooter at PCC Nationals. <laughs> like, I'm one of those people. <laughs> like, and I literally just watched him, and then I remember watching him so clearly, and I was like, I go, holy. And then I, I, I say the word and uh, someone next to me, I don't know who yelled it, but they were like, stick the pistol. I was like, I agree. <laughs> like, stick the pistol. But I'm like, I'm going to get bit by a pistol shooter. This is crazy. I mean, it's Nils. So does it count? Not really. Um, because right. he's like, he's an all gun shooter, but he is, um, yeah. I just, I was like saying he was, cause he was on the ladies super squad. And so we kept catching the ladies super squad on every stage. So um, Jessica was shooting open, um, his wife. So right. he was on the ladies super squad. So I, that's hysterical. I, I, I watched him and I was like, this, this is outrageous. Kick him off. 
this is terrible. He should not be shooting PCC. Could have gave a mechanic a nine gun and he would have beat most of the people there. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Open. So when you were in Talladega, were they do building those other bays while you were there? Um, let's see. Were they? Uh, they? I didn't see any They're big right there by the parking lot. No. Left. Right. I don't remember no, seeing you... any big equipment. Um, so they they may have, but. At this moment, I cannot remember. <laughs> okay. So what, what are you shooting in limited optics? What gun and optics? Um, so I have the new Voodoo Priest that just uh, came out. Voodoo Priest. That sounds yeah, very a, inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, it's a... It's very it's evil. Voodoo. <laughs> and they made it the priest. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, actually, I never thought of that. That's actually a very valid point. Very evil. Um, but yeah, that's that's the gun I'm using. It's black and gold, and it shoots very beautifully. It's very easy to shoot. You say it doesn't recoil much, and um, yeah, I'm excited for it. <laughs> and I'm, I'm excited to shoot SRL. pistol again. As an SRL, obviously. Of course. Um, but yeah, I uh, was gonna shoot it at this match, but I have IDPA Worlds coming up, and I'm like, eh, that's a little, that's important. So I'll shoot one more match. Uh, with the PCC and then I'll switch to the limited optics gun. Okay. Yeah. I, I was gonna shoot the Arizona State PCC Championship this weekend, but then I was like, I already did my PCC work at Nationals. I don't really wanna do it again at another PCC match. So I was, I'll stay help, my club needs help and um, like uh, help design stages, build stages, minor work and put me in charge of prize duty of organizing that so gotta do that um so yeah i just decided to stay here so do you plan on competing throughout your adult life then yes um it's definitely like um i'm very fortunate to be able to do something that i love as my full-time job i get to work with incredible companies that um have uh, a good missions and um, good products. And um, yeah, I think I'm gonna kind of ride this train as long as I can with my training. Um, I wanna teach some PCC classes, um, just cause why not? Um, I've taken second, like top 10 a few years, like a few years in a row now, and I'm five foot four and a girl and I'm doing something right. Um, so I want to teach there some PCC are. classes eventually. So, um, yeah, teaching and shooting for just my life. I tell a lot of people, like, oh, what you? Carson's, Carson's family and people are, oh, what do you do for a living? And I'm like, oh, I'm, I go, I'm a teacher. That's why I say I'm a teacher. And they're like, what do you teach? And I'm like, dude, I got to elaborate on that. Because, like, you know, some people, you know, I'm not quite sure about their view and everything. Well, I'm like, well, I'm a pro shooter and I, teach firearms and they're like oh that's awesome and then someone's like oh really it's like yeah not preschoolers they're full grown, full grown. Uh, sometimes okay. they can be preschoolers <laughs> some of them can pretend they're in high school and bicker and fight and do all that but you know like i love teaching people and spreading the knowledge that's not mine it's what i've learned from everyone so teaching and shooting that's pretty much it and i will let you know if anything changes <laughs> All right, there you go. Well, Justine, that's all I had. Um, was there anything we didn't 
touch on that we said we were going to from earlier? Um, no, I don't think so. I think it was just CEO nets and PCC nets and then just up and coming yeah. stuff pretty much. Yeah, I'm okay. running running out of shelving. So if anyone yeah. wants to donate toward my shelving um, budget, <laughs> I'm out of shelf. And the stuffs are like Boeing. These metal trophies are so heavy. They're like Boeing. And I'm like, this is going to break. And my mom's going to be pissed that I broke her wall. <laughs> I'm like, so... Get We're going to be shelves. recording a podcast and there's going to be an avalanche behind you. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I was going to do this in my room, but I was like, oh, I'll just do it here, you know, whatever. There you go. It's a better background. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Until next time, don't be a little bitch. Yeah.